0: Um, Well, the thing that really struck me is is the faith and devotion of the Portuguese people. Like when we were coming down on the bus yesterday, we saw the people, the women, particularly the women and men, walking from their hometowns to Fatima and carrying their goods with them. And then they bed down apparently here all night the night before, and they'd be up now all night at the vigil and then when the 10 o'clock Mass is celebrated tomorrow morning, they will just all uh, decamp and walk back to their
1: homes again. Fatima is a unique place, physically in the heart of Portugal and spiritually central to the lives of millions of Portuguese people. It now has the status of a villa, a town. But in 1917, there was little here except poor small farmers eking out a subsistence living from sheep and olives, potatoes and wheat.
2: In October, I will tell you who I am and what I want. And I will perform a miracle so that all may believe.
1: Every month from May to October, as the First World War raged elsewhere, three shepherd children told how they saw a beautiful lady dressed in white, and what the children heard from the lady was to have a profound impact on popular Catholic devotion.
3: For For the love love of God, God, ask Our Our Lady Lady
4: to
2: cure cure my my crippled son. And mine who is blind. And mine who is deaf. That my son and
5: husband return from the war.
6: That she cure me of tuberculosis.
1: The last of the monthly apparitions occurred on the 13th of October before about 70,000 people. They saw what came to be known as the miracle of the sun. To this day, old people like 92 years old José Frezao. Remember how, as he puts it, the sun came spinning from the heavens.
7: You Now, he says that the sun became very clear, the light, maybe white, he thinks. I think that's what he means, very clear, the light. And all of a sudden came down on them to earth. And then, and then he said that it looked like a circle of fire, the sun. For some time it it uh, round, um, it's, it was spinning, and then all of a sudden it stopped.
1: The old man told me how a cloud came and hid the sun, and so began the cult of Our Lady of Fatima. The covederia... A small semicircular valley where the children gazed in wonder is now one of the great pilgrimage centres of the world.
6: I've come because I've been here twice before and to me it's like heaven on earth. And to visit Our Lady again is such a wonderful experience. It's like a magnet drawing me back again.
1: The real beginning of the story is in the spring of 1916, when the three children, 10-year-old Lucia de Santos and her first cousins, Francisco and Jacinta Martu, aged 9 and 7, were tending sheep and playing at Loca de Cabeso, the place of the hill. Suddenly, as Lucia recalls in her memoirs, they beheld a strange light.
8: A young man about 14 or 15 years old, whiter than snow, transparent as crystal when the sun shines through it, and of great beauty.
5: Do not be afraid. I am the angel of peace. Pray with me.
3: Now, the angel appeared here on the first occasion where he uh, taught the children a short little prayer. Uh, Oh my God, I believe, I adore, I hope and I love you. I ask pardon for those who do not believe, nor nor adore, nor hope, nor love you. He repeated that three times and asked the children to pray thus, he said, because the sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary are attentive to your prayers, attentive to your supplications.
1: Father Donal Cunningham from the Glen of Aharlow in County Tipperary. The sound of Irish voices is common at Fatima, especially on the 12th and 13th of each month, from May to October, when the great two-day pilgrimages take place. The Irish who visit Fatima are mainly middle-aged or elderly. Those I met expressed a sense of disillusionment about the state of modern Ireland. They cling tenaciously to the pious devotion popular in the 1940s and 50s.
9: Well, I have come in a spirit of reparation. For the terrible sins committed in the world today, especially the sins of the flesh,
0: I always consider devotion to Our Lady actually brings you closer to Jesus. In many cases, when you get involved in social work, I think you you, you can tend to you can become very liberal, and like you you tend to favour things like, would say, birth control and those things.
9: Well, everything's gone out of fashion, but the things that are in fashion are very bad for us. We have everything. No, Very few people are poor in Ireland. They might be poor, but they can get help. But when we were poorer, I think we were happier.
6: We have too many good things now. All oh, the vastness of it and, and the values of eternity have never changed over the centuries. And uh, I think there's a brand of escapism in, in Ireland at the moment. Our younger people seem to be going for the softer um, life, and uh, I, I think we'll just have to change, um, and I believe it will all come through the power of prayer.
1: The great square in front of the Basilica at Fatima now covers the land where the sheep grazed and the potatoes once grew. It can hold over one million people, as when Pope John Paul II visited the sanctuary in 1982.
10: I am grateful for your presence here at Fatima. I thank you for having come to watch and pray with Christ and to entrust your lives and all your hopes to the Immaculate part
4: of Mary.
1: Outside the great square, the modern town of Fatima has grown. Hotels, restaurants, and fashion shops. There's even a Pope John Paul II snack bar. Religious objects are sold mainly in shops and arcades, but sometimes in the street. <laughs>
5: If you want something
1: here in a
5: religious way, you want to buy a cross or crucifix, you have to go looking for it. You don't find people tripping you up on the streets looking to sell you something.
9: Well, I don't blame them really because I think it's a very poor country and if they can find any means of making a living, who can blame them for it?
0: I don't think it takes anything away from the fervour and the faith of the ordinary people of Portugal. I think that impresses me greatly.
5: Why we, we could fill a truck with what we'd like to take back, but it's impossible. But believe me, we go back loaded every time, and it's strictly our choice. And the, the value uh, of the product that you're buying for the amount of money we spend for it is incredible. I don't want to abuse the word, but they, they do a wonderful job. They do not take you over the coals for, for a dollar.
1: Father Terence MacLachlan of the Irish Dominicans in Lisbon who has worked in Portugal for 30 years, knows Fatima well. It has become
5: much more modern, much less primitive than before. There there are places where we can eat and drink, and of course you may deplore the outskirts of Fatima. I call it the outskirts, away from the sanctuary, where you can buy this and buy that, and even fashions and beads and all these things. But But if you go to Fatima, you require these things, and these things are available. What what is harder to understand is that there are some fashion shops and uh, clothiers and things like that, but again, I don't think any great excess. Uh, another thing that has happened in this country since after 1974, a great number of people from Africa came here, white and black, and as there was no room for them in Lisbon, they were really sent to various parts of the country, and Fatima received a big number. There were a large number of these people that set up restaurants and things like that. You can notice that, They seem to fit in fairly well. Um, These are people who had to leave Mozambique and Angola? That's right, that's right. Um, Also, you can see large groups of young people being educated in Fatima. Our own Portuguese-Dominican fathers run a school there. You can see a lot of young people, uh, very fashionable young people uh, in Fatima nowadays, and I think it's a more enlightened, more educated place than it was then. It was utterly primitive when all this happened first.
8: It must have been in the middle of the summer. We were spending the siesta in the shade of the trees at the well behind my parents' house. Then suddenly, the same angel appeared to us.
3: He spoke to them almost as if he were reproaching them for not uh, using their uh, spare time for prayer. He said, what are you doing? Uh, He said, pray, pray a great deal and make sacrifices for sinners. And uh, Lucia asked him what did he mean by sacrifice, and he said, make everything you do a sacrifice.
5: Bring peace to your country in this way. I am its angel guardian, the angel of Portugal.
1: Lucia is the only survivor of the three visionaries. She is now an enclosed Carmelite nun in the town of Coimbra, At the well behind her parents' house where the angel appeared, in the hamlet of Algestrel a short distance from Fatima, I met a relative and asked if she sat by the well every day.
7: She says one day it's hers, her turn the next day to be her sister-in-law. And this is lunchtime, so she came for the other day have lunch.
1: Is it very important for the family to look after the well?
9: Sinto-me aqui bem. Gente gosta de aqui estar porque vimos que vêm aqui pessoas com muita fé, com muito amor a Nossa Senhora, e sempre a gente gosta de ver e contratar contratar com essas pessoas.
7: She likes to be here very much because she sees that people come here with a great faith and a great love for Our Lady. And that, she says, is wonderful for them.
10: really say that Fatima is the spiritual heart of Portugal. So that is the reason why so many, many uh, Portuguese people come here. I think that uh, more, naturally more than 2.5 million of Portuguese come every year, so, and we have 10 million people, so 25% will come every year to Fatima.
1: Monsignor Luciano Guerra, the Rector of the Sanctuary. Many Portuguese people make the pilgrimage to Fatima on foot, often walking several hundred miles. I think that Fatima
5: is is a poor man's pilgrimage. I think many of these people you describe are from the land, the fresh from the land, but they are Christian, deeply Christian. They may not be as practicing as Sunday going Christians are we as we are, but uh, they have something to say, and it's basically gratitude. They also have maybe requests to make, and they make them in their own way. This walking there is their effort. Uh, also, it's part of uh, a feeling that the Portuguese people have: of if they need something, they seem to promise God uh, a, a pilgrimage or something like that, and they will carry it out faithfully if they can. And uh, this is their way of doing it. They go to excesses, according to our feeling in the way they do it but nobody can tell them how they should express themselves that's that's theirs to do
1: I am standing at one side of the great square beneath the trees and this is like one great encampment poor people from all over Portugal, particularly from the north of the country, have walked several hundred kilometers in many cases over the last two to three weeks. They can't afford the price of the hotels here in Fatima. Many of them couldn't even afford the hostels. So they brought their sleeping bags and they brought their blankets and they brought their rugs. They've brought their food and the methods to cook them. There are Primus stoves, And gas stoves and every conceivable kind of stove.
6: Nossa Senhora concedemos
9: essa graça. Agora estamos aqui a agradecer a Nossa Senhora. A ver se
6: nosso Portugal é luz dos outros países. Vimos tanta miséria nos outros
1: países. Senhora Fernanda has come to pray for Portugal and for the rest of the world because she says there are so many bad things happening she's afraid of punishment. And she has come to give thanks for the success of the right-wing party in the general election. I think immediately
5: of what one sees in Fatima with people going extraordinary distances on their knees. Now, that's not a thing that you or I would possibly do by ourselves, but... It's it's And they're not ordered to do that. It's completely spontaneous. It's their way of saying something to God, which I don't understand and you don't understand, but it's not for us to judge them either. We can't despise the way they express themselves. If you have a way of praying, I leave you to do that. If they have a way of praying, we'd better leave them to do it in their own way.
8: It seems to me the third apparition of the angel must have been in october or towards the end of september in 1916.
3: on the third occasion it appeared here uh, in fact it's what what's depicted in the statue Uh, the angel appeared with a chalice and uh, a sacred host sacred host held over the chalice and Lucia describes uh, how blood dripped from the sacred host down into the chalice and the angel apparently left the chalice and the host suspended in the air and he bowed down with his head touching the ground his father touching the ground and uh, he recited a, a prayer of reparation to the Trinity. Uh, three times, uh, which impressed itself on the minds of the children apparently because they were able to repeat it after, and uh, he told the children to repeat that prayer often. And uh, then having said that prayer, he got up and he gave Holy Communion to the three children, and he said, receive the sacred body and precious blood of Jesus Christ, horribly outraged by ungrateful mankind.
1: The Rosary is in progress here at the moment it's a spectacular sight most of the people are holding candles in their hands on this balmy summer's evening and the people are still coming up the center pathway candles in hand many of them on their knees the woman just in front of me has knee pads young woman the woman just behind her, also a young woman in her early thirties, on her knees with her baby in her arms. The promessa,
5: or promise, is is inherent in, the, in Portuguese Christianity. They, they do, when they're in difficulties, uh, I won't say bargain with God, but they do propose to God that if they get out of these difficulties, that they will either go on a pilgrimage or do something Um, or even carry the child in their arms to Fatima. I've known people who have allowed their children to grow to 21 and 22 years of age and are still confronted with their promises. But anyway, uh, it's their way, and uh, it's been that way for a long
6: time. I think we can learn a lesson from them, their faith and their devotion. We have so many comforts in our country and and luxuries and just the inconveniences that they put up with, that that, uh, they're truly a beautiful example, it's uh, incredible. We should learn a lesson from them, their faith and devotion. We come over here because we see the people so devotional, we love the Portuguese people. You see them going up
9: there on their knees. I think that they, their feet bleed, and it's no trouble to them. They just flatten down in front of Our Lady. You'd never see that in Ireland.
5: I call it an excess, but then uh, I would not call it masochism in any sense. It's an excess which I don't understand, really. Uh, but there have been always express excesses in Christianity, and uh, even though we don't understand them, we, we can't deplore them all over the centuries. Modern Christianity doesn't take that form. I mean, the penitence of, of, of olden times is not, is not our expression today, but if there are those who do that, what can we do about them? Try to
1: understand them, maybe. The goal of the pilgrims at Fatima is the little church of the apparitions, the Capanilia. Listen to the sound they make on their knees. It's now almost one o'clock in the morning and the pilgrims are still travelling on their knees around the little chapel of the Apparitions and this group of young people have chosen to complete the pilgrimage in exactly the same way as Portuguese people. On their knees, and some of them are finding it quite tough going.
4: It's the first time I am in Fatima.
1: Do you well, like it?
4: Yes, very, uh, and I think it's very beautiful mm. because s- so many people are here, and everyone has belief to what he believes uh, to the same, same God, and it's wonderful.
1: On the 13th of May, 1917, the three children were minding their sheep in the Covid It was a beautiful day of sunshine and clear skies, but then there was a flash of lightning.
8: A thunderstorm may come on. It would be better for us to go home. As we began to descend the hill, driving the sheep, we saw a beautiful lady dressed in white standing over an oak sapling very near us. She was more brilliant than the sun, radiating a sparkling light.
2: Do not be afraid. I will do you no harm. Where are you from? I am from heaven. What do you want of me? I came to ask you to come here for six successive months on the thirteenth day at the same hour. Later on, I will tell you what I want.
1: Reparation for sin, peace in the world, and an end to the war. That's what Lucia said the lady wanted, and pray the rosary every day. That evening, seven-year-old Jacinta told the secret to her mother, and so began a period of great humiliation for the children and their families. People didn't believe them. At government level, there was strong anti-clericalism.
0: He
7: says he remembers a lot of things. Most people didn't believe and were afraid because the local administrator wouldn't believe in the apparitions now. He said that he put soldiers all over the roads and that would frighten everyone in the village.
1: João Marto the younger brother of Francesco and Jacinta, still lives in the family home at Algestrel. The house is busy with pilgrims as they buy religious objects from Juan and his wife, and some leave money on the bed where Francesco died. But in no way could it be said that the old couple have become rich on the apparitions. Francesco died in 1919, and Jacinta a year later. Juan told me how Jacinta, foretold her own death. Uh, he says
0: that
7: Jacinta predicted her dad, she said that our lady had told her that she would die. First she would get sick, go to two hospitals, but she wouldn't expect to be cured because she was going to die. So they were in a way prepared because the child said so before. the
11: to He says
7: that when before she went to Lisbon, which is the hospital where she died, she told her father, Father, you can say goodbye to me because you won't see me again.
1: To this day, Carolina de Santos still visits her sister Lucia in the enclosed Carmelite Monastery. I asked Carolina how the apparitions affected the family.
9: She says
7: that uh, many people would come and ask questions. Now, Lucy was the one that should take the sheep out each day, and she had to stay home to answer to these people. And it was Caroline who would take the sheep out, and that the mother didn't like that. So the mother sold sold the sheep, you know, because this one she couldn't go out; she had work to do at home.
1: What do you think of all the people coming to Fatima now, and the way in which it has grown? Uh, where there was nothing there many years ago. There are buildings everywhere now.
9: A ladaria agora não parece a mesma. Ninguém conhece. Até eu que sou daqui já me perco lá. She says that
1: the cove, she
7: doesn't recognize it anymore. And she's a person from here. And she would get lost in,
9: <laughs> in the town. Naquela altura, não havia lá nada. Nada, se não sou as dinheiro, mato. Vi lá um bocado de terreno que era amanhado. At the
7: time, there was no houses there, they just had a piece of land, you know, the the, the exact place where our lady appeared was the place where they grew potatoes, and that caused, you know, problems afterwards because they needed the land and everyone would go in, you know, because the place of the operations.
1: So... Did the apparitions make life poorer, uh, you know, with no land to grow the potatoes? They
7: lost their (laughs)
9: plan.
1: Although news of the events of May spread quickly through the parish, few people accepted it. Nevertheless, about 50 turned up on the 13th of June. They saw nothing, but the eyes of the children were fixed on the oak, and this is Lucia's memory of the words of the lady.
2: I will take Jacinta and Francisco soon but you must remain here some time longer Jesus wishes to make use of you to make me known and loved he wants to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate
11: heart Jacinta Francisco and Lucy brother and sister and first cousin little Francisco never heard a word Our Lady said and he was all the time asking what did she say, are you sure so that the message was well remembered little Jacinta was so touched by Our Lady's beauty that she was unable to say a single word except to listen and Lucy, that little bit older than the rest was a person who listened, who saw and who spoke.
1: Father John Power, National President of the Apostolate of Our Lady of Fatima in Ireland, formerly known as the Blue Army. Originating in the United States and maintaining a strong presence in Fatima, the Blue Army has a staunch anti-communist reputation. Its founder, Monsignor Harold Colgan, said, Atheists have developed a Red Army. Let us be a Blue Army of Our Lady to fulfill her conditions for their conversion." The rector of Fatima, Monsignor Guerra, accepts that the shrine attracts organizations and individuals with an evangelical anti-communist point of view.
10: I think that's true, that some people and some associations even have taken Fatima as anti-communist, but uh, the reality is that the message is not anti-communist. The message is for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And we cannot consecrate ourselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary without the love of Mary for her children.
1: Could I put it to you that that is a more moderate
10: interpretation than that,
1: say, of the Blue Army, which is such a an obvious force here in Fatima?
10: I would not like to pronounce myself about a particular movement, but... uh, I try to interpret the message according to word, the word, the messages, words, and according to the, the gospel. So I think that we have no reason in the, in the message of Fatima and uh, to be anti-communist. From 1932 to
1: 1974, Portugal was ruled by a dictatorship. For most of that period, Antonio Salazar excluded political opposition and maintained press censorship. A virtually bloodless revolution in 1974 overthrew the old regime and established democracy. Teresa Santa Clara Gomes is an independent deputy in the Portuguese parliament, but has close ties with the socialist party. She belongs to a Catholic women's movement.
6: Uh, Fatima is used according to the sensibilities that are present in the church during Salazar regime uh, uh, Fatima was used to serve the ideology uh, that was present in the country, a very uh, conservative uh, ideology and uh, Fatima served this process very well. Salazar himself, I remember when I was a child uh, thinking that uh, we were saved from the war by Fatima and Salazar so the two had to uh, to have something in common the ideology was uh, monolithic and uh, things were made to be connected with each other uh, more recently of course when uh, the church and societies underwent a process of modernization then fatima progressively was also uh, served also the 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 uh, different um, purposes and uh, I think that uh, connected with Vatican II, Fatima was again one of the places in this country where many of the courses of theological formation took place and um, had uh, a strong influence in uh, the formation of uh, a new generation of Catholics that uh, were no longer connected with the old regime, but were taking positions for the ending of the war in Angola and uh, were uh, aware of uh, the big questions present in our society.
1: By the 13th of July 1917, the families of the children were becoming increasingly upset. Some said it was the work of the devil and others that it was an invention of hell. But Lucia and her two cousins went again to the Covaderia to see the lady.
2: Continue to say the rosary every day in honour of Our Lady in order to obtain peace for the world and the end of the war. In October, I will tell you who I am and what I want, and I will perform a miracle so that all may believe. Our
8: Lady opened her hands. The light from them seemed to penetrate the earth, and we saw a sea of fire. Plunged in this fire were demons and souls, some black or bronze, driven about by the flames amid cries of pain and despair, which horrified us, so that we trembled with fear.
2: You have seen hell, where the souls of poor sinners go. In order to save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my Immaculate Heart. If you do what I tell you, Many souls will be saved. There will be peace. The war will end. But if men do not cease offending God, another and more terrible war will break out.
1: According to Lucia, the lady said that if her wishes were not fulfilled, Russia would spread her errors throughout the world promoting wars and the persecution of the Church. For years, interest in Fatima has focused on the so-called Three Secrets. The first refers to the existence of hell. The second, devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. But the last one is believed by many to foretell the end of the world. Father John Power of the Fatima Apostolate gives his interpretation.
11: We know that the letter was given by Lucy to the Bishop of Fatima. He, in turn sent it to the Vatican, where it is in the Vatican archives. Now, no one actually knows what it is. I have spoken to the greatest authorities on the Fatima message and they feel that it's a continuation of the whole message. Nothing new, nothing spectacular. And the more that the media are inclined to home in on it, the less uh, tendency there is to Uh, say what it might be but that it's not anything new or anything different or anything apocalyptic it's simply just the continuation of the message of what may happen if we listen to it and obey it of what may happen if we don't listen to it and disobey it Why not publish it? Uh, It's difficult to answer that question because the actual publishing of The Secrets took some time and now that the excitement is there and the questions are being asked, you know, the church will always say, let's wait a while, because they have to. Uh, where um, messages have come, obviously, from the Mother of God, it can't just be revealed like that. It's going to take time. Will it ever? I really don't know. The world
4: shall
1: By the 13th of August, 1917, the civil authorities were coming under increasing pressure to stop the interest in Fatima. The children were arrested, released two days later, and by the 19th of the month were again minding the sheep, this time at Velinos, the place of the little valley, near their home.
3: An old lady appeared here in August, and uh, it was here that she told the children to pray, pray a great deal and make sacrifices for sinners because many poor souls go to hell because they have no one to pray for them or to make sacrifices for them. And she also repeated the promise that uh, in October a miracle would be worked to convince people that she was really appearing, because Lucia had asked her to do something to convince people that uh, she was really appearing. Jacinta was having trouble at home with her own parents, and uh, people generally were not believing her.
9: have a May procession around our parish on the on the Sunday, and we have you know all the people turn out and we bring our lady and we take out her statue and error and all the men and women of the parish and the choir and we, this year we had the Butterick strange exchange band, and really and truly we had a f- fantastic turnout
1: so you have a procession like modeled on the kind of procession. One might see in Fatima?
9: Yes, correct, correct, correct. Yes, and we sing all the Fatima hymns and we take out our handkerchiefs as is done in Fatima and bid Our Lady farewell on the last day.
1: Maureen Myers from Grown in Cork recalls her days when devotion to Our Lady was central to the lives of most Irish families. A time when visiting the local grotto was unquestioned ritual.
9: We often walked out to it and said our oh, rosary, you know. But our mothers and when there was no television i suppose really we'd often went down on sunday and we would probably picnicked around afterwards then and we were as happy as as anybody else i suppose really do
1: you think that young girls today are looking towards our lady as a model or are they looking towards the other madonna
9: oh gosh oh hope not hope Hope not, not really yeah yeah The name doesn't do much for her, I suppose, like, in that respect. Like, the Madonna, the singer, really, like... But I really think... I couldn't say now that the the youth of our parish, anyway, have great devotion to Our Lady. I find that, anyway. And, like, we had a retreat there this year now, and the church was packed. It was really packed out. You know, our uh, LinkedIn um, retreat. So I can't find, probably... I suppose there's a certain amount of falling off of it, really. But somehow or other... um, it's not showing to that extent in our church.
11: You have a great number of young people coming to vigils in Ireland. You have quite a number of young people coming to uh, pilgrimages to Knock and to Holy Cross, but we don't have that many young people coming from Ireland to Fatima, and the reason may be a financial one, possibly. Or they gone to Spain. Well, I think enjoyment, leisure, fun, that's part of life too. And Our Lady, just as Christ, she must have been the happiest of people.
1: Although young Irish people don't go to Fatima in great numbers, there has been an overall increase in youth pilgrimages at the shrine. But will changing times in Portugal bring about a decline in devotion? Teresa Santa Clara Gomes again.
6: We are experiencing on different levels of our society a process of modernization. And we can ask ourselves if this modernization will have an impact also on traditional popular religion. Popular religion is a phenomenon that uh, goes beyond rationality. Uh, Therefore I'm tempted to say that whatever uh, the influences of uh, modern science, modern thinking may be uh, certain layers of people will uh, still uh, be deeply uh, touched and deeply influenced by popular religion. In the
1: late autumn of 1917, newspaper criticism and government action had only increased the interest in Fatima. On the 13th of September, about 25,000 people flocked to the scene.
8: The roads were packed with people, and everyone wanted to see us and speak to us. Ladies and gentlemen, as well as simple people, struggle to break the crowd to reach
6: us.
2: For the love of God, ask, ask Our lady, lady to cure my, my crippled son. son. And mine, who is blind. And, and mine, who's deaf. Let my son and husband return from the war.
4: Let Our Lady convert me. And convert me.
1: Let she cure me of tuberculosis. Now the sick are being brought in front of the high altar.
3: People in wheelchairs,
1: suffering from many kinds of terrible ailments, are being escorted up the steps, and I notice they haven't ramped it yet. They're being escorted by nurses and helpers. Many of them have come here in the hope, I suppose, of a miracle. Some, of course, have not. Uh, They take the view that it's good for them, spiritually, psychologically, to come to Fatima. On the 13th of October, it is usual for up to one million people to commemorate the cataclysmic event of that date in 1917, the event which has come to be known as the Miracle of the Sun.
2: I want to tell you that I wish a chapel to be erected here in my honor. For I am the lady of the rosary. Continue to say the rosary every day. The war will soon end, and the soldiers will return to their homes. And opening her hands, she
8: made them reflect on the sun. While she ascended, the reflection from her person was projected on the sun itself. That is the reason why I cried aloud, look at the sun, Our Lady, look at
4: the
7: sun. Now, he says that the sun became very clear, the light, maybe white, he thinks. I think that's what he meant. Very clear, the light. And all of a sudden came down on them to earth. And then, and then he said that it looked like a circle of fire, the sun. For some time it it, uh, round, um, it's, it was spinning. And then all of a sudden it stopped.
8: When Our Lady disappeared into the immense distance, beside the sun we saw St. Joseph with the child Jesus and Our Lady robed in white with a blue mantle. St. Joseph and the child Jesus seemed to bless the world for they made the sign of the cross with their hands. A little later, this vision vanished.
1: In the procession are the Irish, the Vietnamese, the Americans, and many other people from various parts of the world. Several hundred priests, patriarchs of the Orthodox Church, cardinals, and bishops. Everybody at this stage singing their heart out, and the flags are waving. I can see in front of me a sea of hats, handkerchiefs, scarves. It's a very joyous moment, the culmination of a two-day pilgrimage at Fatima. Uh,
10: to make a pilgrimage is uh, to to express our, our life uh, before God, and. Uh, our um our walking towards the Lord, towards the Lord. Uh, so it's very ancient in not only in the church but uh, also in other religions. Uh, even today in uh, in the Hindus and other religions have their good and the great pilgrimages. So it's very natural to to make a pilgrimage. And so in Portugal as we are a simple people, uh, and we can say, poor people, we are very, very accustomed to these uh, uh, pilgrimages on foot. Just as a mother who,
5: whose sons have, let's say, lost track of God, will pray on their behalf, will even do penance on their behalf without anybody suggesting or asking it, it is a totally spontaneous thing. This, this to me, is the essence of Fatima. It's uh, unconstrained, unforced, it's unsolicited, it's just... Uh, It's a response of a a person who feels uh, a certain debt towards God and and a certain urge to pray on behalf of others. It's vicarious penance, if you like.
0: Um, Well, the the thing that really struck me is is the faith and devotion of the Portuguese people. Like when we were coming down on the bus yesterday, we saw the people, the women, particularly the women and men, walking from their hometowns. To Fatima and carrying their goods with them. And then they bed down apparently here all night the night before. And they sleep here all night and eat and spend the whole night. And they'll be up now all night at the vigil. And then when the 10 o'clock mass is celebrated tomorrow morning, they will just all uh, decamp and walk back to their homes again. Oh, oh.